Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of RJ's Pit Stop. What a finish today at Kentucky. What a finish. Rookie Cole Custer going on the outside of a four wide on the last lap, passing two former champions and in my opinion a future champion to get his first ever win today at Kentucky. Insane. Absolutely insane. That last lap, the last two laps, I've gone back and rewatched it at least ten times. I can't get enough of it. The fact that they were going four wide into turn one after taking the white flag, they're four wide going into one. I'm like, oh my God, th this is insane. Blaney hits like a drain or a bump or something, goes up and drills Harvick in the door. It comes down to Custer and Truex, and Custer was just gone, and Truex couldn't do anything about it. Uh, what a finish. Wow. I, I've talked a lot about this rookie class. I've said it since, you know, since I think the first episode of this thing that I've done here. I said that this rookie class is the greatest that I've seen in the history of the NASCAR Cup Series. And it's, I mean, it's, it's delivering. It has delivered every single week. But if you would have told me that Cole Custer was going to be the first rookie to get a win this year, I don't think I would have bought that. Not with the way Tyler Reddick's been running, not with how highly I regard Christopher Bell, and not with the way John Hunter Nemechek's running either, honestly. Um, I know that's an underfunded team, but that boy's been running real good. Uh, so for Cole Custer to set himself apart and be the first one out of this group to go and get the win, good for him. Good for him. He's locked into the playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, Cole Custer is going to be in the playoffs come September. He was 25th in points coming into today, and now he's in the playoffs. Great day for Cole Custer. Bad day for, say, Jimmy Johnson, Austin Dillon, Eric Jones, Bubba, all those guys that were right there on the bubble. What you didn't want to see was an outsider win a race and jump up in there. Um, man, <laughs> it's going to be tough now for Jimmy, Austin Dillon, some of them. Austin Dillon doesn't need to make the playoffs anyway. That dude's trash. Uh, but like Jimmy, like Eric Jones, like Bubba, Tyler Reddick, right there on the bubble. Um, this Cole Custer win is going to be huge going forward as far as who's going to be in and who's going to be out. Um, last race for Fox today, uh, other than the All-Star race, which is going to be this upcoming Wednesday night, uh, which I have some comments about uh, here in a minute. Uh, but today, the big story, obviously Cole Custer getting the win the first rookie to win a race since Chris Busher in Pocono in, what, 2016, 17, whatever it was. That was a rain-shortened race. So so really the first real win by a rookie since Joey Logano in, what, 09 or whatever it was. Um, Eric Almirola, the last few episodes I've been talking, he's getting hot. Here he comes. And the first stage, he goes out and just dominates. And it looked like Eric Almirola was going to be the car to beat today. Uh, he things didn't work out. He did not have the track position late in the race when you needed it, and you can't pass. You cannot pass at Kentucky. Um, again, I'll have I'll have some comments about this racetrack here too. Um, here at the very end, though, uh, one of the last restarts, Brad Keselowski and Jimmy Johnson. Now, obviously, if you're a fan of Brad Keselowski you're going to say, well, Jimmy blocked him, and there was only, what, 10, 15 to go? I'm not letting off the gas either. Good for Brad. I agree. I agree with that. Um, 
if you're a Jimmy Johnson fan, you're like, wow, that dirty-ass Brad Keselowski just wrecked someone else. You're not wrong there either. <laughs> I'll be honest. If I'm Brad Keselowski, I'm not letting off the gas with less than 20 to go. I'm not. You want to block me? You're going to get wrecked. That's just the way it's going to be. Um, on the other hand, Brad Keselowski, this is not the first car I've ever seen him wreck. Um, trust me, I'll never forget when he tried to make it three wide between Jimmy and Jeff at Texas a few years ago. Uh, cut Jeff's left rear tire. Jeff spins out, ends up not making it to the championship at Homestead, and there's a fight on pit road. Never forget that one. Trust me. Um, so yeah, that is going to be something to watch going forward. Two future champions pissed off at each other. It's good for the sport. If you guys haven't sensed a trend here, anytime there's any kind of incident on the racetrack, whether it was Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott, whether it was Joey Logano and Chase Elliott, um, whoever, it doesn't matter. It's good for the sport. If you're talking about something, it's good for the sport. And NASCAR has been in the headlines a lot in 2020, and it hasn't been for the right things necessarily. We thought Ryan Newman died. We've had the whole deal with Bubba and the Confederate flag and Trump calling him out. It's going to be good to talk about something on the racetrack and not off the racetrack. Um, so Jimmy versus Brad, let's see if this see if something happens Wednesday night in the All-Star race. That'll be interesting to see at Bristol where people beat and bang all the time anyway. You know those two will not be giving an inch to each other. Um also today, three rookies. I've mentioned this rookie class. Three rookies finished in the top 10 today for the first time in NASCAR history. Not just Kentucky history. Not just whatever history. The history of the sport of NASCAR. There has never been three rookies finishing the top 10 in the same race until today. If you're not buying what I'm selling, that this is the greatest rookie class of all time, I don't know what to tell you. I told you it is. Now the numbers are starting to pile up. We're going to have at least two rookies in the playoffs this year. Um, that's big time. <laughs> that is big time. Um, Jimmy versus Brad was not. Jimmy and Brad was not the only uh, altercation. I mean, they didn't have an you know altercation off the you know, outside of their cars, but uh, it was not the only interesting thing that happened this weekend at Kentucky. In the Bush race, what was it, Friday night, I think, Noah Gregson and Harrison Burton decided to get into it. And again, if you're a Noah Gregson fan, you love how much he just goes balls to the wall, lets it rip, and he cares about him and no one else. If you're a Harrison Burton fan, Noah Gregson drove him dirty, wrecked him, cost him a chance to win a race. I don't know. I <laughs> I know what I believe. I believe Noah Gregson is good for the sport. Again, anything that's good for NASCAR, I'm all for it. And I think Noah Gregson, his driving style, his unapologetic manner, I I have become a Noah Gregson fan in 2020. I'll be honest, at the beginning of 2020, I was not a big fan of Noah Gregson. Um I I don't know why, just watching him in the truck series driving for Kyle Busch, I was never a big Noah Gregson guy. This year, putting him in that junior motorsports car, which obviously helps. Everybody likes Dale Jr. The way he has driven this year. Took out his teammate at Bristol. Man, this kid will do anything to win a race, and I love it. That's what 
That's what NASCAR has needed. This is what we've been missing. These drivers are too nice. They're too cookie-cutter, perfect guys. We got 40 Jimmy Johnsons out there. And no disrespect to Seven Time, but his personality, he doesn't let his personality come out. He's really even-keeled, doesn't get bent out of shape, which is good for him. It sounds stupid to criticize that, but this is NASCAR. We need a little personality. What made NASCAR so popular wasn't, yep, thanks, yep, I'll see you guys next week, yep, no, 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 no. It was Dale Earnhardt, it was Daryl Waltrip, it was Bill Elliott, it was Rusty Wallace fighting each other every week in the 80s and 90s, then Jeff Gordon coming along, and Jeff and Dale having a rivalry in the 90s. We haven't had that lately. We have completely gotten away from all of that, and it seems like whenever someone does do something similar to what Earnhardt and them were doing, NASCAR shuns it, and I'm tired of it. I don't think we need to be doing that. So, long story short, Noah Gragson straight up punched Harrison Burton right in the face Friday night. It was beautiful. I loved it. I'm not a Harrison Burton guy. He comes across as very privileged. Everything was handed to him. His daddy's Jeff Burton. I don't know. I, I've never met the kid. He might be a hell of a nice guy. Um, just as an outsider, that's what I see. Uh, Noah Gregson, though, I have quickly became a fan of him. He does not care. He is unapologetic, and I love it. Now, this racetrack in Sparta, Kentucky, why is it, why, first of all, why was it a day race today? Uh, they have run nine races at Kentucky. Only one of them was during the day, and that's because it rained Saturday night when the race was supposed to be, and it got pushed to Sunday. This is supposed to be a Saturday night race. Why they raced on Sunday today, I don't, I don't get that. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, there's no other sports to compete with as far as television goes, so that, that shouldn't be a problem. Um, I don't know if that would have made it any better, honestly. This track is garbage. It is straight-up garbage. There is absolutely no reason for the NASCAR Cup Series to be racing at Kentucky every year. Um, this is junk. Maybe you can run ARCA races there, uh, maybe, but that'd be about it. Kentucky is good for horse racing and college basketball. That's it. NASCAR does not need to be in Kentucky. I'm sorry, that racetrack is garbage. Fill it up. Remember what I said about Pocono? Maybe they should fill it up with water and hold fishing tournaments there? That would not be a bad idea for Sparta, Kentucky. Let me tell you, that track, if you couldn't... If you didn't have the track position, you weren't going anywhere. You're stuck. You can't pass. And I'm not about to sit here and blame it on the package because other tracks have good racing. Kentucky's garbage, dude. This track does not need to be on the circuit. I'm sorry. Let's bring back Rockingham. We already bringing back Nashville. Not the right Nashville, but we're going to bring back the right Nashville eventually. Let's bring back more exciting racetracks. Uh, they say North Wilkesboro can't be saved. Why not? Why the hell not? You're going to tell me the first like five or six races back at that track wouldn't be absolutely sold out, filled to the brim? Yeah, it would. You'd get your money back. Whatever money you spent resurrecting that track, you would get it back. Don't tell me you wouldn't because I know you would. Uh, Kentucky does not need to be on the schedule. That track is garbage. Um, I did watch every lap today because I have problems. That's just me, but you cannot tell me that a casual NASCAR fan could sit there and watch all, what, 267 laps of that garbage? 
No. The last 20 laps, when they all decided to start wrecking each other and getting crazy and, you know, messing around on the restarts, that was great. It was amazing. I couldn't I couldn't get away from the TV. Um, but, man, that first 240, whoo, what a snooze fest. That was garbage. Um, Kentucky, I believe, needs their date taken away. I don't know what track you need to give it to, but Kentucky does not deserve one. That being said, the next race... Um, is not a points race. It is the all-star race Wednesday night at Bristol for the first time ever. I am kind of in favor, I think, of moving the all-star race around. The problem with that, however, is there's only like five or six tracks that I think should host the all-star race. And I don't know how NASCAR could sit there and say no to a racetrack. You're not allowed to host it. Bristol is one of the tracks. That being said, it was announced this week that there's going to be lights under the cars, some underglow lights. I don't know what kind of Fast and Furious, Gran Turismo shit they're trying to pull, uh, but that's got Sideshow written all over it. I'll have more thoughts on that in a few days once I actually see it on the racetrack. But until then, this has been RJ's Pit Stop. I'll see y'all later.